revered monks, nuns, and other monastic members, the devotees and the admirers of this Ramakrishna movement. <clears throat> Sri Ramakrishna was against any occult power. But throughout his life we find there is occult power in some other form. As for example, while he was at Kashipur, at the time he had the vision that he has covered some long distance across the ocean and come to a country where there are so many devotees whose complexion is white and they were taking care of him so much. That time we do not know whether Sri Ramakrishna could understand anything because certainly he did not have any geographical knowledge about some countries beyond these oceans. And when he communicated this message to Holy Mother, she also simply heard of it. Nobody paid any importance to this information. But afterwards, slowly, slowly, when Swami Vivekananda came here and he was accepted and rather discovered by America. Swami Vivekananda, till he was moving in India, in some corners, by some intellectual persons or some spiritual persons, he was thought to be a, some exceptional brilliant. But that his brilliance was of such a high dimension, that thing was first discovered by America. So America, in those who are the lovers of Vivekananda, to them America has become a place of pilgrimage, whole America. Because it was there that they could find out the talent within Vivekananda. Afterwards, Vivekananda came he delivered talks and gradually he felt the need of bringing some of his brother disciples. Probably came Abhedananda Swami, came Hari Maharaj Turiyananda Swami, Sharadananda Swami, and Trigunatitananda Swami. These three persons came. So long Vivekananda was there, he had his charisma. So, eloquence and his own, some admirers and devotees were there. They became his, to some extent, his personal guardian, friends, and philosophers sometimes. But afterwards, when Swamiji was absent and others were here, that was very tough time for them. They had to struggle so much to be established. To start any center, it was very, very difficult task. But they 
did it painstakingly and slowly with the blessings of Lord as well as the cooperation and support of the local people here, they could begin something. Then the next generations, they were the direct disciples. They have seen some fire. They got the inspiration from Swami Vivekananda. So they had some strength, some spiritual strength they had. Afterwards, the next generations came. They were not the direct disciples of Sri Ramakrishna. They were the disciples, either Holy Mother or Raja Maharaj, Brahmananda, or some other Mahapurusha Maharaj, in that way. They came. They knew that we are not having that support of God as our predecessors had. So they had to rely and depend on the mercy of God because they did not have that exuberance, either spiritual or intellectual, nothing of that sort. And in this foreign country, in this foreign culture, foreign environment, foreign uh, challenges, they had to struggle. So they had one thing they had, that total surrender to God. They relied everything on God and at the mercy of God. In that way, because they could not apply their own this personal capacity or integrity. That was not possible in this some alien situation. So they had only support was the dependence on God. Extreme dependence, total surrender. They used to think, get the, seek the blessings of Raja Maharaj, seek the blessings of Mahapurusha Maharaj, seek the blessings of Babura Maharaj. And that was their only strength and that was their only capital. With that capital, they came, they fought, they struggled. I came to know in one center, the Swami, he was not having his food. Practically, he did not have his food almost for two days. And he was feeling, what shall I do? Shall I wind it up? Or shall I pack up and go back? Or what should I do? And that, just at that time, he could find that some knocking is there and somebody is coming with some check or some provisions or something like that. So then these some sort of incidents spell out that some other force is helping them. Some other force is helping them. And slowly in the same process, today we have come to this stage. So we should have to accept it, that here some mysterious hand is working. If we go through our own lives as a monastery members, each and every one of us, when we go through, we will find that certainly in our this coming back, coming to this fold, somewhere, someday, some form, some mysterious hand worked. Some magic was there. We cannot give an expression whether it was magic or it was grace of God or what it is, or some accidental coincidence or it is my karma fall. What it is, I cannot spell out. But something happened. The same thing happened to in each one of you.
each one of your life sometimes something happened this sometimes something this we call it the god's hand this is we call god's hand how it functions nobody we can spell out but it happens that also we cannot deny you cannot say that nothing happened in my life you can't say but i cannot explain why it happened but happened and this is we call that generally this holy company this we call holy company that means coming in touch with somebody when we feel ourselves elevated that is called this holy company shamri has in his raja yoga he has mentioned who create the temple the devotees they create the temple it is not that before suppose before this consecration what it was simply the masons came or the electrician or engineers they came and they gave it a structure it may be a some auditorium it may be a cinema hall it may be some other function um, professor's lecture pulpit anything may be sort something it was there but afterwards what we find that some holy persons came they consecrated offered something and it was declared open the moment it was declared open immediately along with it this some persons of the like minded they came and they started coming and slowly slowly some spiritual vibrations were created and that spiritual vibrations which accumulated by the devotees and the devotees themselves as well as the monastics they are reaping the harvest out of it this is this temple and in this way we come together and and as a result it is intensified this collective each one of us we can just worship god in our own chapel in your private chapel in our home some everyone is having some nikke for some it may be ramakrishna maybe ramchandra gopal christ buddha whatever may be the thing everyone is having but in, in that is one thing but here to come that means i am getting the benefit of x y z their spiritual vibrations i am getting the benefit of it so this is accumulation and this is we call this holy company by god's grace i should say that i as, as he has mentioned that i had the opportunity good opportunity privilege to serve uh, some senior monk he was holy mother's disciple and by coincidence i should say this permission of maharaj one book some of you might have gone through the go forward that go forward is not a book it was not written by permission of maharaj it was a compilation of some letters and writings which he used to write to so many young persons and those letters or writings write ups those things have been accumulated collected and afterwards those things have been published here also swahanand shami was the instrumental he himself those of you who have gone through go forward you have seen that how many letters he you can get addressed to 
Bipada Bhanjan, uh, in that name, mon pre-monastic name, and letters written by Premeshananda Maharaj. He was trying to give him shape while he was a schoolboy. From that time onwards, he picked him up and tried to give him the shape, and ultimately he got the shape and came to this country. After coming here, because I was also with Maharaj, and our Sarvadevan Swami also, we two together, sometimes occasionally we served Premeshananda Maharaj. So we have got another friendship also in that way, uh, some common cause, some cultural friendship we have. Swananda Swami also sometimes is to go, and generally everybody pays attention to the Premesh Maharaj or some senior Swami, whom everybody is serving. But Swananda Swami had some, another corner. He generally used to say that if Maharaj is in need of anything, you don't hesitate to tell me. And simultaneously, he used to pay attention to the well-being of us also. He used to say, see, everybody will look after permission on the Maharaj, but nobody will look after you. So I want that whatever you want, your food, your dress, or anything, whatever you want, without any reservation, you simply write to me, and from any source, I will just make arrangement. So thus you can see that what sort of dimension he had. This is a unique feature. And this man, Swananda Swami, he one day told me that, see, I have got so many letters, and I collected some letters also. And I feel, while I'm giving classes, these classes and these letters will be very useful for them, especially the monastic members here, nuns and monks who are there. For all of them, it will be very useful. So can you help me? That means I'd like to have more such letters or more such write-ups. Can you help me? I said, yes, easily I can do. Because I know what the persons these letters are addressed to. So I can give you the names, and if you contact them, you will get plenty of letters. So these plenty of letters came up, and writers of also compiled, and he gave it the shape of a book. And that has helped me. Of course, I, once he suggested that I should, before it is, comes to the press, I should go through the manuscript once, uh, whether everything is in just right spirit. So I went through, and those things have come up. So that's why we find that we are having some sort of common bondage. Swananda Swami, myself, as well as Sarvadevan Swami, and there are others also. But we uh, three had particularly some common bondage is there. So it is some for you and for me and for others also, I would say, there's some advantage. Advantage. Now about <clears throat> the other, I could have talked about Premeshananda Maharaj. Yesterday night I talked about him. 
Um, so I don't like to repeat so many things. Uh, occasionally, where and there, if the, by a chance comes, I will mention. Otherwise, I would like to mention about other monks whom I came in touch. Premeshanda Maharaj, he gave up his body in 69, uh, 69, 69, <coughs> 67, 67, 67 March. And afterwards, I, uh, 69, same March. I, afterwards, I went to the training center. Training center means Belmont for training purpose. While I go, at that time I had the opportunity to meet on some monastic members, here and there. About them, they are not of so glaring as these persons were, but they are not less glaring. I would like to mention some of them and my acquaintance or incidents happened to Bharat Maharaj or Abhayananda Maharaj, I like to mention about him. Bharat Maharaj, he was a, apparently a very stiff personality. People are afraid to meet him, to talk to him. But once you go to him, you will find that this mother is there. The motherhood is working in him. I, I had the opportunity to write some letters for his some personal letters, he used to call me, and I used to write down. So I could see the man from close quarters. And once he called me and asked me, and just it's, uh, some important letter is to be written, can you come? Yes, Maharaj, I shall come this time, I shall write. I came and he simply just gave me the points. These are the points, you would just write it. And that letter is to be addressed to the President of the Order. And it was a very important letter. And very confidential also. I wrote it and then I just said, Maharaj, let me read out. Please listen to it. No, no, no. I have written. Yes, I have written. Give me the pen. He put his signature. Then I, I was feeling a little nervous because such an important letter. And without getting so, I said, Mora, let me read again then. <laughs> so I read it. Anyhow, but he was, did not say. Simply not only that, he asked me, here there is this gum, you paste it. And, and take this letter and drop it into the letter box. That distrust he had on the moment he has given some responsibility to somebody, how much trust they can have on that person. That was, and henceforth I became very much alert for my every tidbit activities. That means such a trust they are having on their just juniors. This man, Bharat Maharaj, he used to, 
just loving person and some important persons of the society they used to come to him. The then chief minister, whom you may be knowing, some of you, or might have acquaintance because he became the ambassador here, Siddhartha Shankar Rai. The Siddhartha Shankar Rai, he was at that time the chief minister of West Bengal. He sometimes used to come. And that day, I do not know, my, uh, yes, probably he rang Maharaj, Maharaj would like to meet, he and Mrs. Both of them came. And they had some talk. And as usual, being chief minister, he was just expressing his success and credit, uh, where he has been successful. So all these points he was saying. And Bhardmaj was simply, patiently listening to all these things. All of a sudden, Bhardmaj said, oh, you considered yourself too big and too intelligent. <laughs> Only this. Then he became a bit nervous. Huh? Have you marked this point? He will say, no, 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 I have not seen the, that side of this, this thing, uh, situation. You should be, since you are the chief minister, you should take care of the, all the aspects. And the next action, what he did, that was very much touching. That day, Siddhartha Sankarai, who was having some diarrhea, diarrhea, so Naturally, he would not take anything, prasad or anything. But Bharatma simply, I have kept something for you. You take it. It will do good. What was that? That was some barley. Simply barley with lemon, and he kept ready in the flask. And he simply poured that barley in the glass, and you take it, it will do good for you. He was simply just looking so puzzled that a monk of that stature can have this sort of motherly touch. It was something unique for him. I have seen this Bharatmaja, another incident comes to me in mind. This, some of you, those who are Bengalis, they know that's Ananda Vajat Patrika. That's the daily newspaper. It is having very good circulation and popular patrika. So that newspaper editor, Ashok Sharkar, he was. That he was, his wife was the uh, student of Nivedita. So that Ashok Sharkar, occasionally he used to come and meet Bharat Maharaj and come to Belurmot and sometimes send some garlands for Thakur. For a few months, he was absent. All of a sudden, Bharatma asked me, if please uh, put the phone to Ashok. And it was night time at 10, 10.30, something like that. It was ringing and he Ashok, why you are not coming? You have not given garland to Guru Maharaj for so many days. It is not good. You come and give. Just a commanding boy. Good. And next day itself, Ashok Sarkar came with folding hands and he said, Maharaj, you have got so much concern for us. That, that's the thing. Another accident later flashes in my mind. 
one young lady, she came, and that was probably some uh, festival day or something. So somebody are doing pronouns in, in queue. Hurriedly, they are finishing and going. All of a sudden, one lady, hardly maybe 30, 35, she said, Maharaj, you could not recognize me. Maharaj immediately asked her, what about your, that hatchery? <laughs> she started some hatchery, and <laughs> she started, and she, <laughs> she forgot because she gave it up. <laughs> she gave it up. So that, uh, this concern for the devotees, that is this aspect I could see. One day, by the way, I told Bharat Maharaj, Maharaj, I have, we have read in the books that Bharat Babura Maharaj, he used to move around and see all activities of Mott, but you do nothing. <laughs> I think, I said, you do nothing. You simply sit here and you command and nothing, you do nothing. Then he simply kept silent, became serious. What? Your brain has, is off. You are comparing with whom? Babura Maharaj, he is God. And with him can you compare me? So that's it. So how this, their devotion to Babura Maharaj, that is something very touching. Then can ennoble person immediately. Now I would like to <clears throat> Mention something about Prabhu Maharaj Bereshwaranji. Prabhu Maharaj Bereshwaranji, he was also a very loving soul. And one, I remember my, at, at that time I was the headmaster at Devghar. There was some Golden Jubilee celebration, so many programs were there. Naturally, being the headmaster, I had to, um, something like manager, I had to be awfully busy. So once I came and did pranams, but I could not find time. One day I was passing, simply he called me. You come and sit here. What purpose? He asked me to sit and he was enjoying Hubble Bubble. So looking at me and I was also sitting, 15, 10, 15 minutes. So I felt a little restless because I have got so many other things to be done. So <laughs> he was keeping me there tight. So I was feeling a bit restless. Then he said, see, I know that you have so many duties, but you won't find time to sit before me. That's the reason I am just holding you here. So just a thing, just like the mother. Nothing, no communication, no business, nothing of the sort. Even today, I just feel that moment when I sat before him without any communication. <clears throat> One day, uh, I remember that that was the, our Shonnashur celebration. After celebration, those who are the candidates, they get the opportunity to meet the president. So we are in the group. There was some this, that question answer answer going on. By the way, I put in an embarrassing question. Embarrassing question was this, Maharaj, you being some heads or executives, certainly you have to take so many decisions. 
Are you sure that all your decisions are correct? <laughs> that was my question. <laughs> Very nagging question. <laughs> so, and he replied, even apparently if it is incorrect, but that will do good to him. I said, Maharaj, if you don't mind, how? Then he said, see, we have got no personal agenda or personal ideas about anybody. On the basis of the records, we take our decision. So if it falls, suppose some wrong decision also has been given. In that case, he will be spiritually benefited. He will be spiritually benefited. That's the thing. And it solves so many uh, our uh, problems. I could find, especially in my personal life, I have been very much benefited by this instruction. I remember one, uh, because I heard it from one shivak of Biryananda Maharaj, Anadi Maharaj. He was the shivak of Biryananda Swami. One or two incidents I like to mention. Once, Vishuddhananda Maharaj, at that time he was the vice president, and Virajananda Maharaj was the president of the order. Vishuddhananda Maharaj, he has come from Ranchi, I say covering more than 350 or 400 kilometers far off. And in those days it was difficult, it was very much strenuous journey in the train to cover so much of distance. Everybody gets exhausted. He heard that Birajananda Maharaj was not so well, so he came to meet Birajananda Swami. After coming, uh, a little bit to wash, he came to meet Birajananda Swami in the evening. When he met Birajananda Maharaj, first asked him, Birajananda Maharaj, age was probably nearing 80, and he, he will be only four years or five years junior to him. So, have you taken, Virajan Swami asking Vishuddhananda Maharaj, the moment he touched his feet, have you taken anything? No, Maharaj, after coming here, I have washed my feet, and I have come to meet you. Why not have taken anything? No, Maharaj, I now this arati is going to start. After arati, I shall take something. No, 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 you did not take oh, so much of strain. You are a small boy. <laughs> you are a small boy. <laughs> you feel hungry. You take food. It, it, it matters little. You need not do a wait for arati and all the things. First you take food, Afterwards, you do attend do all these things. So this, I can say, there's a motherly concern. Another incident, this is also regarding Biranasani. One day, his shevak attendant, night time, he will say good night. So he arranged the mosquito curtain and everything arranged, water and whatever Maharaj may require night time. Everything arranged, he was going to say good night. Just at that moment, he could find that one mosquito is in the mosquito garden. 
Now to see the mosquito in the mosquito garden, he was in a very um, confused position. What to do? The mosquito is inside, he cannot leave it because Maharaj will have to sleep there. So he was chasing the mosquito and he is, it is a guru's bed. So he cannot go in. So he was chasing the mosquito. So they said <laughs> this cat and rat match was going on. <laughs> so to see his flight, Virajan Swami told him, see, it is none of your business. You call Anadi. Anadi is another attendant. You call Anadi. He will solve the problem. So Anadi was called. Anadi came. Anadi, here is a mosquito inside. Do something. <laughs> so Anadi, what he did? He lifted the mosquito, went into the bed, simply stood up, <laughs> and simply came out and did pranam and left. <laughs> so this is the thing. That means this. If you have the sincere love for the man, in that case, all these uh, this, uh, factors will become secondary and immaterial. Then that type of thing, uh, we should be very practical, we should be just, uh, as well as love and devotion. <clears throat> I remember, after what time I had to stop? Son said, all right. Gohananda Maharaj, about him I'd like to share something. Gohananda Swami, one day he was invited in one center. <clears throat> At that time he was a vice president, and I actually took the just initiative. So, in a private center, it was not our recognized center. In a private center, he was to come and give initiation. He went, and as usual, the devotees were doing pranams. One small boy came, and when everybody's pranam was over, that small boy came. And he handed over two toffees, chocolates, in his hand. And instructed him, go and give your mother. So the boy gave his mother, and then again came to Maharaj for the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> then Maharaj handed over two chocolates and told him, go and give your father. <laughs> then the boy did it, again came back, then Maharaj said, go and give this man, that man, something. And the boy is giving and becoming gradually impatient. <laughs> because he is shared. Uh, ultimately, then when he lost, when he came, just a handful of chocolates, he handed over to him. I found that this is a somehow beautiful education he gave. Then at first he was to give every, each and everybody but without making any fuss, uh, the instruction, the methodology, that was very much appealing to me. I, another incident <clears throat> which happened in my own life, 
once because at that time I was the secretary of the institution, so many problems generally come. There was some problems there. I to consult affairs. I went to meet him. He was at that time the assistant general secretary. So many persons are coming. Naturally, he was not finding any time for me. Then he proposed one thing you can do. I am going to uh, some place, Seva Patishan, that is uh, 25 miles far. Can you accompany me in the car? So in the car itself, I, we shall finish the business. In the car, I stepped in. In the meantime, another senior Swami also stepped in. And he just took my share. <laughs> so I had to <laughs> go along with him, but without getting my business done. So after reaching there, when I reached there, it was already by that time he had so many other problems. So they came and finished up, and I was just waiting and waiting. And by that time, it came up at 11 p.m. So, and I was dozing. <laughs> to see my condition, he said, go and you sleep there. When I shall be free, I shall call you. So all right, I immediately took that opportunity. <laughs> and I went and started sleeping. And he then nosed me, and I had to, I came up. Then we finished our talk. Then we slept. I slept. I have to catch my train again next day morning at 6 a.m. So I had to get up 4 a.m. I got up just after ablutions and everything. I was going to come out. I was surprised to find the man, he himself, with a cup of milk and toast. He was waiting there. <laughs> he was waiting there. And first you take it and leave. So this, uh, the, uh, he was, he himself probably slept probably at 1 a.m. or something like that. But again, at 4 a.m., he again woke up. <clears throat> I, some uh, instructions I got from one, he was a disciple of Raja Maharaj, Shudain Maharaj, once I visited him at Konkhal Shabasram, not Konkhal, Konkhal, Dehradun, there. There, he is to just uh, talking with me so many things. And by the way, he said to me one thing. He was shaving at that time. And I was standing and uh, talking with him. By the way, he said, see, I have this blade. This blade, after my shaving, I can cut the pencil also. But if I cut the pencil, and afterwards, I cannot shave with the same blood. Have you understood what I mean? I said, that means this Japan, my mind, should be utilized for japam and meditation first. Then that mind, you can, with that mind, you can use it for other activities. But if you use the mind first activities, and then you think of doing japam, it won't be purposeful. 
So this is just a small instruction. And this same man, while he was in Varanasi, and that time he became almost blind also. He, I went and met him. Maharaj, how are you? A beautiful answer he gave. Whatever work or karma I have done, now I am simply reaping its result and nothing else. What else I shall do? There's a, there's a mind was instantly I asked and instantly he, promptly he replied. So what a sort of detachment he has developed and in his whole mental frame. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> I would like to share with one or two incidents about Premeshan Maharaj. Of course, I had to mention last night also. <clears throat> Premeshan Swami <clears throat> and Vishuddhananda Maharaj. Vishuddhananda Maharaj was the vice president, but Premeshananda Maharaj, he did not hold any designation. He was neither trustee nor the head, nothing of that. He did not have any social recognition, but spiritually, he was acclaimed to the whole organization as very, some high position. Everybody had love and regards for him. The Vishuddhananda Maharaj, he also had some love and regards for Premeshananda Maharaj. At the instruction of, as sorry, at the request of, or prayer of Premeshananda Maharaj, he agreed. Vishuddhananda Maharaj agreed to come to Sargachi. It was a very remote place. No electricity was there at that time. So he agreed to come and to give initiation. Daily, after immediately after initiation, Vishuddhananda Maharaj used to come down and talk to Premeshananda Maharaj. And that, that was some very uh, spiritual environment vibration it would generate. He's coming down and straight going to him and you tell him, Premeshananda, how are you? That was the thing. How are you? And he also, how are you? This was their just language of communication. And nobody is waiting for the reply to come. <laughs> so, this is how are you and how are you? And afterwards, Vishuddhananda was say, this see, when I give initiation, at that time, I feel myself so blessed because I am getting the opportunity to offer to Guru Maharaj so many beautiful flowers. So many beautiful flowers. Because those persons who are coming for Guru Maharaj, they are some selected persons. Selected persons. They are not coming for name, fame, material benefit, comfort, anything. They are all coming for the love of God. So I feel myself sincerely blessed that this type of precious, beautiful flowers I am getting. And 
they develop some sort of this sort of relationship. One one day, uh, there was some flower, beautiful garland, and garland was given to Vishuddhananda Maharaj. That garland was very beautiful. Then he looked at, see, it is a very beautiful flower. So you better take it and give it Prameshananda. Go and take, give it. So some person he gave and brought that garland to Premesh Maharaj. And Premesh Maharaj said, what is what? Well, Maharaj has sent you. Maharaj has sent. Immediately he took it on his head. This is his blessings, his blessings. Vishnu Maharaj, he became the president of the order. When he became the president of the order, he was writing a letter to Premesh Maharaj. In that letter, he is addressing to, in that letter he mentioned that offered my pranams to Premeshananda. Now Premeshananda Maharaj was much junior to him and he is the president of the whole order. Naturally, there is no question of president offering pranams to a junior monk and that is also no, neither of the trustee or anything. But he said, offer my pronouns. Then that Shabak, he said, Maharaj, how is it possible? It cannot be. You are the president. How can we offer your pronouns to Premishananda Maharaj? Do what I am asking. You need not just poke your nose. So, so what do he had to write? Then what was the reply from Premishananda Maharaj? He, said, he re replied him back that he has offered me pranam, means the prokishta nam. Prokishta means this name, which is the supreme name that uh, he has given me. What is the supreme name? That supreme name, it is Ramakrishna nam. So he being the president, he is reminding me to take the name of Ramakrishna nam always. So he gave this interpretation and sent the letter to him. <laughs> so now Maharaj, when he got that letter, reply, so he called the Pandits. Hey Pandits, if come, we shall have to again reply him back. So how, in which language should we write <laughs> to him? <laughs> then he wrote him back in this way. In those who have read Kathamrita, this gospel, you will be knowing that Guru Maharaj is saying that K-A is equal to Ka. If afterwards again put another A, what it will be? It will be only Ka. So Holy Mother has already given you the name, Ramakrishna Nam. So in that case, what I am to add? So what I have given, that is right and that is proper. <laughs> so in that way, the duet was going on between them. That was their spiritual exalted relation. Uh, how you can just, uh, just scan or uh, analyze all these things. <clears throat> One day he was, after giving initiation, he was telling Pemesh Maharaj, you see, this time just now I am coming from giving initiation from Shillong. While I came at that time, on the station, so many people have come and they were giving, some of them even shedding tears. 
I was feeling puzzled. I was thinking that what value I have got. I am a penniless person, and that fatherless person, that person Guru Maharaj has exalted me to such a high pedestal. And you just think of Sri Ramakrishna himself is coming from this Kamarpukur to Kolkata, Dakshineshwar. So what would be the picture? He is coming. And Hridai is following him with a lantern and one mat. <laughs> that and in a bundle, some this muri and puffed rice or flattened rice chira. With that they are coming. And in contrast to that, how what sort of ovation we are getting? This is the magic of Sri Ramakrishna. Sri Ramakrishna, he has put every one of us to a very, very high level. About uh, Madhavananda Maharaj also, Premashananda Maharaj had this sort of relation. There, uh, Madhavananda Sam, he, being, he was designated to, as the president of the order. He went to Shargachi, where Premashananda Maharaj was there, to take his guidance or some instructions. While they went there, they were, Premeshananda Maharaj was hard of hearing in one side, and Madhavananda Maharaj was hard of hearing in another side. <laughs> <laughs> so they said, you arrange our seat in such a way that we can <laughs> each other. And not only that, then immediately, both of them uttered their reference from the gospel. That is, in Bengal it is Videshini and Virohini. Videshini means who is remaining in foreign countries alone, and Virohini means who is remaining alone without the concert. So we are as if of that position. One is Videshini, another is Virohini. So that is the first initial turn of joking. Then uh, he said, Maharaj, uh, one question I am having. Well, what is that? Premier asked him, what is that question? He said, I did not disturb Thakur for all this position. But then why this thing has come on me? Then Premier he remained a little silent, then said, are you sure that you did not disturb Thakur? Well, no, I have never disturbed Thakur for all these things. Then, all right, but we have disturbed him. <laughs> <laughs> but we have disturbed him. We want that you should be the president. So Thakur has responded to our call. <laughs> so then immediately, Mahathir, with folded hands, he said, oh, this is the order of the Sangha. So order of the Sangha, so I must accept this thing. So that was their, this relation, and that is our organization. And with that organization, we devotees all are meeting together. Thank you. <laughs> eh? If anybody, certainly. Any question?
<laughs> you have got your reply? You have got the reply? But <laughs> that's that will. I am so to see the country as so many. I, I have initially I have told that how it was started and today where it has been. It is, I am very optimistic and I find uh, this um, a movement has started. This American Vedanto, that word, a big big book has come up and so many words are percolating. Now these thoughts are going and this parliament of religions we are going to attend. I am finding that American uh, big shots, they are taking part in it. Day before yesterday, we had a meeting at Austin. There, some brains of the city, Dallas, uh, Dallas, Dallas. Uh, the brains of the city, they came, arranged, and, and everybody, they were talking so high about that means this Vedantic concept, this is a non-sectarian concept, that has become some necessity of the whole world. And only one point I focused on them, that you are thinking of this uh, the liberal Catholic outlook is required in the society, but along with it, I think you have got another social responsibility that's the responsibility for the future generations of America. I think because this technical advancement and so much of this information um, uh, galore, this how the next generations can be just channelized in the proper form. That we should think in the university, in the government level, everywhere publication in some uh, literature, journals, through all the things we should think about the, our future generations. Otherwise, what will happen, this hippie movement, like another movement will start. And there will be some setback for the whole nation. Because after all, they will be the custodian of the whole culture. <clears throat> So I'm optimistic, very much optimistic. I find it so. Though I could not just mix with the society in details, but from the pulses and those who are mixing to see them. <clears throat> Any question? <laughs> so, finish.